Military life can feel overwhelming, especially during deployment seasons. At Team Pillar, we believe that a little peace of mind can go a long way. That's why we're proud that the 2021 Pillar Retreat Playback is sponsored by USAA Life Insurance Company and USAA Life Insurance Company of New York. USAA Life facilitates members' financial security through a range of products and services, including life insurance policies with several benefits specialized for military families at no additional cost. Because wondering about your family's financial future doesn't need to be on your deployment to-do list. You can learn more about USAA Life Insurance Company and USAA Life Insurance Company of New York at usaa.com pillar. My name is EJ Smith and I am a Marine Corps spouse and a licensed professional counselor. And on this installment of Real Talk, A Therapist Sounds Off, I am going to bring you the topic that I am most excited to be talking to you about. It's also the one that is bound to make people probably the most uncomfortable and that is intimacy. And we're gonna talk all about intimacy. We're gonna talk about intimacy during deployment. We're going to talk about intimacy uh, afterwards and we're going to talk about intimacy kind of just in a very general way as well because it's so important to our life and we just don't talk about it enough. So we're going to talk about it. One of the things to think about is that intimacy does not have to mean sex, which is really good news if you are a person who is going through a deployment with their spouse or their partner, um, if you are, you know, somehow geographically separated, if they are out in the field, if you are home visiting, you know, family or friends or something like that, um, if there's any separation where you can't physically be together, then the idea of expanding intimacy to mean more than just sex. Um, is a really good thing. And so when we think about intimacy, you know, what are we thinking about? We're thinking about connection. Uh, we're thinking about sharing an aspect of ourselves with our partner um, that maybe the rest of the world doesn't get, right? So we're really thinking about just kind of this idea of, you know, there's, there's something that I give to my partner that other people don't get. It's the behind closed doors. It's private. It is special and, you know, it can be a whole lot of different things. You know, intimacy is about connection and it can be about eroticism and it can be about desire. And those are two really important elements, but there are ways to be intimate that don't involve being erotic. Um, and that don't involve sex, honestly. So like one of the ways to be intimate, you know, if you are, um, if you are geographically separated, uh, there, you know, you can lean into talking about what, what you desire or what you fantasize about or what you're most looking forward to when that person comes home. Um, you know, sharing erotic stories. I knew a couple that would, you know, um, do this kind of like co-authoring 
um, erotic stories and they, I think it was on like WhatsApp or something like that, you know, and, and so they would leave each other like paragraphs and it was just this like really spicy kind of erotica literature that they ended up creating and I thought that was really creative and good. Sometimes it can just be about, you know, the behind the scenes for um, if somebody is in command or if they're in a position of power and authority, you know, that they get to come home and they get to take off the uniform. And even if home is, you know, their like barracks room, wherever they're at or something. Um, and if they get to connect with you, you know, that it's, it's this idea of like the behind the scenes person. Um, and so like, you know, thinking about what, what are the ways that you can create, um, connection? What are the ways that you can create desire, a shared vision for your desire? Um, there's a lot of technology that can assist us. You know, there's an app called paired that I absolutely love that is, um, you know, each of you answer a question every day and you can't see the other person's answer until you answer. Uh, and I think that that's really great. I think it's all about building these foundational, um, the Gottmans, if you're familiar with Gottman, John Gottman and his work on relationship and couples therapy, they call them love maps, right? Just kind of getting to know your partner as a human being. Um, now the interesting thing about getting to know your partner as a human being, that kind of leads into another aspect of a conversation is that one of the things that, um, that we find is that there's like this push pull dynamic within romantic relationships. And so, you know, we want to know this person, we want them to reveal themselves to us, which is all well and good. And I, I think is necessary to a certain extent. However, uh, the familiarity and the knowing of somebody can sometimes undermine eroticism and desire because those are aspects of relationships that actually exist and really thrive within the realm of mystery. It's one of the reasons why when you first meet somebody, you're able to be like completely enthralled in them. And the reason is because you don't actually know them that well. The, the aspects of them that you do know, you probably really like, um, but your brain that, you know, our brains love a complete narrative. And so our brain takes the pieces that we do know, and then it writes this really positive kind of story arc to fill in the gaps of everything else. And as you get to know the actual person, those uh, fantasy elements, you know, of that story that our brains created, get replaced with the actual details of that person and so what happens is is that oftentimes the person that we created in our minds is uh really juicy and yummy and you know intriguing and the person who you know can't remember to put their socks in the hamper or you know who um i don't know uh flusses their teeth in bed or something um, is a little less sexy. So there really is this kind of push-pull, which, you know, deployments are actually really great opportunities to kind of add some elements of, I'm gonna go off and I'm gonna live my life 
and I'm gonna be a more interesting person when you get home. I'm gonna have something to share that's new that you don't know about. I'm gonna have experiences that you haven't been a part of and I'm going to actually add more mystery which can fuel eroticism and desire. So you can actually look at times where you're separated as opportunities to really kind of tap in and maybe, you know, build some, build some mystery into, into your relationship. When we think about desire, um, you know, one of the things that I want to make sure that everybody knows is that desire is the number one issue that couples face desire discrepancy. And when we talk about desire, I think that a lot of times we assume that we know what the answer is, desire what exactly, but there's a whole bunch of things that we can desire. And it may actually be worth, if you're finding that you're having this desire discrepancy, to think a little bit about what exactly do you desire and what does your partner desire and thinking about are those, are you on the same page? Or is it, how do I give them this? How do they give me what I want? So for example, you know, desire for intimacy, desire for eroticism, desire for relaxation, uh, which may look very different than desire for eroticism, desire for power and control, desire for fantasy or escape or connection or self-esteem or maybe something else entirely. Um, so just thinking about, you know, what exactly is it that I'm desiring that I'm not getting? And that's a really important question to be asking. The other thing is that we need to talk about brakes and accelerators. And, you know, really there isn't such a thing as a sex drive. There's things that put, hit our gas pedal and there's things that hit our brakes. And things like anticipatory anxiety, performance anxiety, um, body image issues, body pain and discomfort, are going to tank our, our desire. They are going to hit that gas pedal. Um, routine, boredom, all of those types of things, that's gonna hit our brake as well. So one of the things that you, know, you might wanna consider is you know, like looking at what are the aspects of my life that I may need to take care of outside of the bedroom, um, whether that's medical or emotional or something, um, and make sure that I'm able to kind of be fully present in my body and, you know, um, especially anxiety. Anxiety kills sex. It just kills it. So um, that's something that I hope that you can really like lean into. There's a great book by Emily Nagowski called Come As You Are that really kind of dives into all this. So if you're interested in this, if you want to know more about kind of adding more plot and adding more desire, you know, thinking about like, what does the person in Starbucks think about your spouse, right? Who are they meeting for the first time? Um, you can, you can start to see this person, not just as the person I wake up to every day and the person that I go to bed with every night, but like this person who is still a mystery. You know, and maybe you can lean into your own mystery a little bit and realize that there's something to be said for having some eroticism and intimacy kind of directed onto yourself from yourself, right? Like you are, you are a mysterious and autonomous and beautiful human being that is worth getting to know. And so what is exciting about you? What's passionate about you? Really leaning into all that. So. 
This is my real talk all about intimacy and thank you so much and I hope you have a great day. Thanks for joining us. We hope that this playback from the 2021 Pillar Retreat inspires and encourages you as you count down to homecoming. We hope you'll join us again for this year's digital retreat for deployment countdowns by getting your free ticket at www.pillardeploymentretreat.com.